0: A key idea to remember in this course is that grammar isn't done in isolation. You won't have success if you work on a single word at a time. You must look at grammar in the bigger context of the sentence, the essay, or the entire novel or book, and we'll start to do that here. Likewise verbs do not exist in isolation. You cannot have a sentence that is just a verb. It's not a sentence. Every verb needs a subject, and the subject is the person or thing that is doing the verb. In a future post, we'll get to uh, uh, how to find each of these parts in a sentence. Uh, But for now, all you need to know is that the subject and the verb must be happy together. They must agree. We need a happy sentence with a subject and a verb. So what does that mean? Very simply, if you have a singular subject that is one subject, you need to also have a singular verb. That makes for a happy sentence, subject-verb agreement. Uh, Likewise, if you have a plural subject that is more than one subject, uh, you need to have a, you guessed it, a plural verb. That makes for a happy sentence. Let's look at a very simple example here. Again, we'll get into how to find subjects in the next post. But all you need to do is really ask yourself who or what is doing the verb. Here, the verb is an action verb. It's very clear. It's call. Right? You call someone. That's an action. So, ask yourself, who is doing the calling? And it's clear in this sentence that I am doing the calling. So, I is the subject. Ask yourself, is I singular or plural? I is clearly singular. There's just one person in I, right? Uh, So, if I is singular, then call must also be singular, which it is. Now, how can we make it plural? Well, let's take a look at this example. The family calls their mother every day. The family is plural, right? You have many people in a family, so it is, it is plural. Uh, the family is the subject here. They are still doing the calling. Uh, therefore, the verb's got to change a little bit. Now, instead of just call, it is calls with an S on the end of it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to break in quick and interrupt this lesson to let you know that the English language is very confusing and inconsistent with grammar. That may be part of your confusion with this example. Family is a collective noun, and typically in the United States, collective nouns are singular. There's just one family. Uh, In the UK and other parts of the world, collective nouns can be plural there are multiple members in the family, and that's the perspective I was taking on this example. I probably should have said family members instead of just family so that the subject and the verb agree. Oftentimes, it is determined by the context of the sentence or the reading or the writing. So again, English is really confusing and inconsistent. I just want to let you know that I'm aware of this, and that's part of the reason why we need to look a little closer at grammar. Okay back to your lesson. So that's basically subject-verb agreement. You need to make sure that you have a happy sentence between your subject and your verb. But just like tenses, there are always exceptions and confusing subjects. Uh, I'll give you a few examples here. Words like everyone, someone, no one. We call them indefinite pronouns because they sound plural but they are in fact singular. There, are, there is a whole mess of words out there like this that sound uh, plural but are singular. So be careful. Look out for these indefinite pronouns. And next we will deal with one more oddity of English uh, and they, that is called gerunds. These are words that look like verbs. They used to be verbs. They have a little identity crisis and they aren't verbs anymore. They are something totally different. So we're going to get into that next.